Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 77 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are going over season four, episode 11, The Point of No Return. Dun dun dun! AKA, it's Willie Garcon, the greatest guy ever, and he's so like. I just want to hug him. Oh, see, mine was something like. <laughs> like uh, There's probably a better. X File Twin Peaks. Oh. X Peaks. X Peaks. Oh, that sounds dirty. No, no that does not, not, that's not That good. sounds like Let's a strip club. X Files. <laughs> Let's just do X Files. Twin Files. Twin Files. <laughs> that sounds much better. Yes. Yeah. X um, Peaks is the name of my new strip club <laughs> that I am running, and I will be wearing a creepy suit with a gold chain. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Alrighty. So this episode first aired on September 8th, 2000. Uh, it was written by Joe Mazzoli and Paul Mully. Joe and Paul. Paul and Joel. <laughs> uh, and it was directed by William Garrity. And it stars Willie Garrison. Yay! Yay! Um, most people, I recognize him everywhere from Stargate because this is the first place I saw him. Uh, a lot of people recognize him. He was Stanford Blatch in Sex and the City. <laughs> yes, he was. And he was really awesome in that role. He was, I feel like he was in every single Disney show yes. ever yes. made, like yes. playing some sort of bit role. He was. And, and he's I think been in, I think, every show made ever. He, he's like the Disney, well, I'm calling him the Disney version of the Vancouver actors. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's just kind of yeah. in every single thing ever. Um, I think I saw the. Was he in The Princess Diaries? I feel like he should have been. I think he was. I can't remember, but I think he was. I do know, and it's not Disney, but I do know he's like the one actor who's been in both Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, the one like side character. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. No, um, which again, two shows I watched. No shame. (laughs) Girl Meets World is a great freaking show. I was really excited when I came back and I was really excited to sit down and watch it. And I never watched it. <laughs> I have no shame. I think it's well written, guys. Oh, I have nothing else. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. haven't sat down to watch it. If you need something to just make you feel good about the world and remember <laughs> your youth and hope and all those good things, watch it. Um, he's also was a regular on White Collar. Oh, yes. Uh, which I know a couple friends of mine are were, were very dedicated to. I know um, a certain boyfriend, Jesse, who was like, that's the guy from my collar. <laughs> from your collar? Uh, yeah, from my, my collar. Yeah. Oh, is it my collar? He likes to walk in when I'm watching, oh, when yeah. I'm doing my rewatches, just to comment on something mm-hmm. unrelated and then walk out of the room. <laughs> that sounds standard. Yeah. Alrighty, this is, needless to say, a really, really fantastic episode. This is, yes. a, this is a high point for a lot of people in the season because this episode so it is awesome. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It is. It's so much fun. So we start in the briefing room. Daniel is annoyed that he had to stop translating a cuneiform tablet. And Sam is annoyed <laughs> that she had to stop recalibrating a MELP sensors. And Teal is annoyed he had to stop reaming. And Jack... Jack was about to do something important. <laughs> totally. I feel like he was. his first instinct was probably to say, like, I was in the middle of a Simpsons marathon. But then it's like, no, no way. I'm... 
I'm the boss here. <laughs> I was doing boss things. Bossing it up over there. <laughs> I hit, he hit his Game Boy. Yeah. I, I wish there was like a little flashback scene to what he was actually doing. <laughs> it's like just in Perfecting, his underwear. Yeah. yeah, paper airplanes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Hammond walks out and tells him they called to the switchboard at 0400 hours and it was a call for Jack and he's like, the call's like, is anyone listening? Don't bother to trace it. I'm at a payphone in Butte, Montana and I'll be gone before any black ops team can get here. You aren't <laughs> dealing with an amateur. <laughs> and uh, the caller knows about Roswell and the Kennedy cover-up and et cetera, et cetera. And Hammond fast forwards for a super awkward like yeah. the time. <laughs> I wish they'd queued this up for us, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, he knows Jack's secret about the large circular object discovered in Egypt that sits at the bottom of Mr. Silo in Cheyenne Mountain that they call a Stargate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he gives Jack a time to meet him in Billings, uh, which, fun fact, is about a three, three and a half hour drive. Oh, from where they from are in Butte. Colorado? Oh, well, no, from, from Butte. Butte. Oh, yes, gotcha. Yes, yes. I did not calculate the distance from... And far Yeah. Far-ish, uh, but not super far. Those are my measurements. <laughs> California is super far from where we are right now. This is true. Yep. But, like, you know, North Carolina is far-ish. It's yeah. far-ish, yeah. <laughs> um, and he gives he gives Jack a time, or sorry, he needs to say Hammond wants to know who this is and what he knows and how he got his information, and you leave in a half hour. <laughs> yeah, get it done. I, can't, I Like, I'm assuming they're flying up there, but if it was this four-man road trip band... Wow. Yeah, why well, that would be amazing. I, I hope it was like in the Nerdist one where one of them just sings all yeah. of Third Eye Blind yeah. semi trailer <laughs> lines. It's just like do 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 Oh my god. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews fans. Like nonstop the entire way. We heart nerdist. Okay. Seriously, fun fact, this is how Grace I think we've mentioned this, this is how Grace and I first bonded with each other. Uh, yeah. Was over nerdist. Yeah, it was like, oh, I can like you. You're a person who knows nerdist. You're a we person who's cool. You're safe. Uh, and then credits happen in the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we come back, and uh, Jack is chilling at the new Cloverfield, new Cloverleaf, Cloverfield. <laughs> Different the new, yes. That would have been an interesting episode. It would have been. <laughs> the new Cloverleaf restaurant, and yes. Martin walks up. Uh, Martin's a little late. He yep. thinks he was followed. Don't worry, he managed to lose him. Can we just mention the random buzzard? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, I want to make sure we don't skip past yeah, it. And it I wrote a buzzard. That. It's just a buzzard. Yeah, just there's stuffed, just a buzzard a inside. Taxidermied buzzard. buzzard. That's appetizing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's exactly well, I what mean, I want to think of. That's their specialty at that. Yeah, at it's that place. when I eat, I want to think of decaying carcasses. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it's, scary birds picking at them. Delicacies. <laughs> yeah. Um. But before before anything happens, Martin <laughs> wants to check Jack for transmitters. You have yeah. to understand, a man in his position has to take precautions. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about this scene, like, just... RDA and Willie are basically... 
perfection. It's it's really it's the chemistry there is it's something else. Comedy gold. I wish th- I wish there was a road trip movie with those two. I know with uh, Teal'c. Yeah, with oh, Murray. Be, you, you know, but even <laughs> like even if it was like if they did it now, even yeah, RDA and Willie Garson, guys, please. <laughs> we don't even need them to be characters. Yeah, they can just be RDA. Yeah, well, like just some sort of like interesting like because RDA is a little older now. Yeah, uh, just some sort of like and, and Willie Garson doesn't age. Because no, he really he is an alien. Yeah, he doesn't um, age. Just some sort of like road trip. Like maybe they're related, and one's like the cool brother, and one's the nerdy <laughs> brother. I think you guys can figure out which is which. <laughs> and they've got to like go home and bury mom. Yeah. And so it's 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 like weirdly black comedy. Oh, black, guys, yeah. I'm writing a movie wait, wait, right now. I can feel the inspiration. It is not the coconut rum talking. <laughs> we okay. may have spiked our drinks. Because that never happens on this show. (laughs) We really tried to get a unicorn drink and then we thought... Yeah, we really... We we wanted to and we were going to split it because neither one of us can handle the whole thing. And we were going to... Then I was going to put scotch in my half because (laughs) if it's a unicorn latte, you know, the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. So I figured I needed to put some scotch in there to make it a true unicorn. And we just couldn't do it. It, guys. No, it just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, it just it just sounded like we just couldn't. Well, for like for full disclosure, I'm type one diabetic. Yeah. It sounded like a coma. It sounded like death. It sounded like death. We were gonna risk Grace's My life, life for in your order to bring you, and we just are you not entertained? <laughs> just, in the end, we're like we just can't do it, guys. It was so we have like. I have a green tea latte. Yeah. That I put scotch and in. And I have some, you know, <laughs> hipster cinnamon. Because, of course, you know, we get there and, and you can't not order anything. I know. And I was like, well, now I feel dumb, so I'm just going to buy something. <laughs> Give me that thing in the, in the picture. So I still put scotch in mine. So green tea and scotch, guys, it works okay, really well. Okay. Coconut rum seems to work well with cinnamon dolce, guys. Do I may up. have put a little extra scotch in mine. <laughs> anyway, we were watching it. They were at a diner. They were at a diner. Okay. Everything. <laughs> Also, fun fact, the waitress that walks across was a contest winner who won a walk-on role. That's awesome! They actually have a number of that, especially in later seasons, there tends to be, like, one a season. They did this, they would do this big competition in the, in, like, the end of the season or in the off-season to win a walk-on role in Stargate. She's a natural, because she did not feel like she was chewing the scenery at all. Um, So Jack is clean of transmitters, Mm. so clearly his little gadget's super effective, considering... (laughs) Well, technically, I do think the bug is not on Jack. Right. So... Yeah. It's, and it's, we see <laughs> we see Teal'c as a short order cook. Teal'c, my favorite Teal'c, because again, <laughs> I wrote a whole story behind this. So the Teal'c just in that short order cook uniform made me think of Teal'c as a chef, which then I thought, oh, Teal'c on Chopped would be awesome. Oh my god, There's yes. always like some backstory to the Chopped contestants too, and it's like, Teal'c, why did you make this? He's like, because my family was enslaved on another planet and I'm a refugee, and it's like, that's nice, but your, your chicken is undercooked. (laughs) And you did not use the secret ingredient. (laughs) And then he would just like reach out and choke someone. (laughs) Reach out and choke somebody's neck. (laughs) But you know, every chop contestant has to have some sob story. exactly. Absolutely have a sob story. (laughs) It's like, this is a delicacy on my home planet. Yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. From where I come from, it's supposed to taste like this. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's I, everything everything about Teal'c in this episode. I'm just gonna go ahead and Christopher Judge gets gets my Tara Award for yeah. this episode. Like, I oh, understand yeah. that Willie is amazing and the huge guest star, but dude, Teal'c in this episode, it, it's pretty you, makes I me lo- so happy. <laughs> It's fun to see the softer side of Teal, so to speak. <laughs> the smirks he has in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's, some of them are subtle, too. Oh, yeah. Some of them are real subtle, and they're making He's got, perfection. like, side-eye down, oh, too. He's got side-eye down. Teal like, can throw shade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is a fucking umbrella. Like, <laughs> the man is shade. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, so, anyways, Teal, like, there's a camera hidden in the little, like, receipt order turning. Yes. There's a technical name for that. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Carousel, I think the. Oh, yeah, it's something. probably a carousel. Anyway, there's a van outside, and while Daniel has never been on a stakeout before, shouldn't there be donuts or something? Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I love that this becomes a recurring bit. It <laughs> does, yes. Yeah, it's like, and now I want donuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so inside, Martin is still describing the Stargate program to Jack. Yeah. And Jack thinks it sounds like a good idea for a television episode, <laughs> a television show, if you're into that sort of thing. Right, yeah. Um, and... Uh, can I, so apparently the the backstory that I've read on a couple, you know, from the directors and stuff, the blogs uh-huh. about this, is that the idea from this basically came from the people on the internet who thought this was a TV show being used as a cover-up for oh, a real Stargate wow. program. <laughs> the Inception runs deep in this yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like the joke was, what if this is a TV show yeah. acting as a cover-up for, a, for an actual TV. government Stargate Brain, program? Yeah. Anyway. It could happen. It's probably true. So Jack confirms that there is a top secret government program called Stargate, but it doesn't have anything to do with space travel. That's it's, a good bluff because it's like when you give something, but not if you do complete denial, then yeah. no one believes you. But the Stargate program, the real one, mm-hmm. is magnets. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Another reoccurring theme in Stargate. Uh, so Martin gets annoyed that Jack isn't taking him seriously. He has to go through the Stargate. He goes, he doesn't belong here. He's always been obsessed with alien conspiracies, the Apollo cover-up, which, by the way, Apollo was not a hoax. It was a hoax. That the, the hoax was the story that the government created to direct attention from the real cover-up. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. Now, he heard about the Stargate on a conspiracy chat room, and most of it was misinformation, but the word triggered the suppressed memory. Martin isn't just interested in outer space. He's from outer space. Uh, bro, I feel you. And then Jack just turns around. Check, please. And we're done here. And we're done. Um, It would have been nice to see him meet with Daniel instead of Jack. Because I feel like... Well... uh, well, I mean, this is good. And he did know Jack, which is why that's who he met with. But it'd be fun to just see that conversation. Because (laughs) I feel like Daniel would have believed him a little sooner. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. I actually have the hunch that that Daniel would have been like more (laughs) you're full of shit. I was the person spouting off weird conspiracy theories, dude. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Yeah, not happening. So outside in the van, Sam found uh, the information on him, his address, all this stuff. Mm. She says, I can even get his his glasses prescription if you want it. (laughs) He was arrested 
my favorite fact. Yeah. He was arrested once for protesting outside a TV station because their subliminal advertising was controlling his thoughts. That's awesome. Yes. Those are the best. Uh, fantastic. From someone who's worked in TV at a local level yeah. and, and been in a newsroom to answer phone calls. Yeah. Those are awesome and they actually they, exist. People actually call in with that. It's 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 so... Yeah. <laughs> Like, beyond belief. And the thing is, you can't laugh at people like this. While you're on the phone, at least. Right. There's <laughs> something to... There's They just truly believe it the way yeah. the, I believe that my hand is in front of me right yep, now. Yep, yep, It's really cool. It's... <laughs> it, it's... Uh, yeah. It it's just shows to me thing. that, like, well, must be doing our jobs. Yep. <laughs> so, um, back inside, Martin is trying to get Jack to believe him. Look, he is an alien. While I look human, I really... He really thinks that thousands of years ago people were taken from Earth as slaves or something. And, but yeah. there's entire civilizations out there descended from those humans. <laughs> yeah. And Jack's like, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but Martin can show him he has a ship as proof. And while Jack is about to blow him off, the waitress gives him a bill with the words, we've got his address stole him written on it. <laughs> and yeah, why don't you show me that ship? And you can just see the look in Jack's eyes going to things I do for my country. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, somebody better reward me handsomely for this. <laughs> this is some shit. Yeah. Also, the two things that Jack ordered is cherry pie and coffee. That <laughs> sounds about right. Which is your Twin Peaks reference. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I actually have not watched Twin Peaks. I have, I've seen it, but it's been super long since I've seen it. And so because it's coming out next month again, oh, um, yeah. it's only like two seasons. So it's like a season and a half, really. Gotcha. So okay. I, I do plan on rewatching Twin Peaks before Twin Peaks comes out. Whoa. Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaksception. It's, it's, does that become quadruple peaks? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's uh, it's sixteen. It, no, it's it's eight peaks. It's no, eight pe- no, no shit. I it was, is quadruple peaks. It is quadruple yeah. peaks. Boom. Because either way, if you multiply or add two and two, it gets four. Guys, I can't do math. You want to know why I didn't go into physics? Because <laughs> I can't do math. Because of magnets. Because of magnets. <laughs> That's why I didn't go into physics. Um, but yeah, so then <laughs> we go to Martin's house. Well, not quite yet. Oh, okay. We're out in the woods by a creek because right. they're hunting for the spaceship. And oh, Martin yes. doesn't really know why he can trust Jack. He just has a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Martin's house. Yes. The rest of the team goes to check out the house. They knock on the door. No one's home. And this is where we learn that Sam knows how to pick locks. Yep. Well, because she's awesome. Because she's <laughs> badass. Yeah. I feel like that's something like her her dad would have taught her like at a young age, yeah. just at a precociously. <laughs> Inside is basically a Roswell cliche. Yeah. So this house, I'm going to throw on a Gilmore's reference here. Okay, go ahead. So this house reminds me a lot of the house from Eight O'clock at the Oasis. I don't know if you guys remember. So this is. I don't remember the names of all. Of okay, them. so this is season three, somewhere in the middle of season three. Um, Lorelai and Rory get a new neighbor who asks them to water the lawn while he's yes. out of town. Yes. Okay, I do remember this one. And then Rory's got to go into the house and and with her mom and it's he like can't what turn the, the sprinklers hell? Off? Yeah, and then yeah. Jess has to come help yeah, her, yeah. but then Dean's on his way, so yeah. he's got to turn him back on. Drama. So much drama, but it is the 
Midnight at the Oasis yeah. house. <laughs> and I think the episode's actually called like Eight O'Clock at the Oasis yeah. or something like that. But it's absolutely, uh, um, uh, the character's name was Dwight. <laughs> so Dwight and Martin, totally friends. <laughs> uh, everything in here is glow in the dark. Aliens, oh, yeah. lava lamps. <laughs> uh, something tells Daniel that they don't have to worry about this guy. Uh-huh. Except for the fact that he's very close to the truth, yeah. Sam points out. And, and I love how the show winks clearly how the Asgard are basically the Roswell Greys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wink, um, wink. And then Teal'c with the toy gun that lights up. He's like, this is not a very effective weapon. This doesn't work. And then he like literally just smirks to the camera, basically. <laughs> the most subtle of smirks. <laughs> It's where the uh, tiltness starts. No, it already started. Well, that's he was fair. a short order cook. Yeah, that short oh, order yeah, cook yeah. was pretty good. So um, Daniel's in the kitchen and he finds the mother load of med cabinets, <laughs> tranquilizers, antidepressants, oh, antipsychotics. Not, not normal to have <laughs> Not Not everybody has a closet of medication. Uh, no, just me? Just a just medication you? closet? Well, the catch is all yours is actually current, not expired. It's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> See, most of mine is all expired. Yeah. It's like, whereas a normal person has a linen closet, Martin and I have medication closets. <laughs> what do you need? Uh, I got it. I'm like a, like a peddler. Yeah, like, yeah. Anybody's got like a broken, like, oh, I got a cut on my hand. What do you want? You want some bag team? You want a bandaid? You want some gauze? What do you need? What do you need? I got you it for like you. It in, you yeah. <laughs> Are you in bank? Are you, do you have allergies? Do you want the How about dairy? Do you have trouble with dairy? <laughs> uh, well, that's like my my, my mom uh, w- was trauma nurse. That's, so yeah. she, we, we had a large tackle box upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I never went to urgent care, the emergency room or anything like that. Because care. my mom was urgent care. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And, and basically did all of that at home. <laughs> done. Yeah, done. Um, she sent us off to college with these giant, like, first aid oh, kits. Oh, that's so sweet. Which turned me into the first aid for the entire floor. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. better than cool band-aids. Well, they weren't cool band-aids. Oh. They were just effective. Mom band-aids. Like the good, well, they were like yeah. the good, like the fabric ones. Oh, yeah. There's none of this, like, the plastic ones you got at the school nurse. Like, these were like yeah. good These aren't falling band-aids. off in the shower Exactly. Band-aids. I gotcha. And a lot of those, uh, the, the clear ones, the ones that sealed all the way around. Yeah. The, yeah. That's good stuff. The waterproof ones. Band-aid love. Yeah. Um, That's the name of my band. <laughs> it's a good name. Actually, it's a good charity band name. Oh, Band-Aid Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so everything in this thing that you can imagine. But out in the woods, they they still haven't found the ship. Jack is getting annoyed. Yeah. He's like, it should be right here, though. He goes, sometimes I get a little confused from the medication. And Martin's clearly frustrated that no one understands. And Jack's just like, look, I'll look, I'll drive you back to town, dude. Like, come <laughs> let's on. just call it a day. Yeah. Back at Martin's house, Daniel is reading from Martin's diary, and it's filled with the CIA <laughs> going through his garbage, his comb missing, so the CIA can get his genetic information and how he found it. And he suspected it was tampering, so he got a new one. Yeah. And they all don't forget it was thirty nine cents. It was thirty nine cents. I like. I wonder if he plans to build the CIA. Like when he finally outs them, it's like these are all the things I've had to buy. Here is a comb. Yeah. Here is from the scratch where you scuffed my dress. (laughs) And they all miss the camera inside the alien statue's eyes. Yikes! Yeah. Uh, of which they're being watched from a warehouse somewhere, and the bad guys are watching them have a thermoscan as well at the house, and can clearly see that Teal'c isn't human. Nope. 
Human-ish, but not yeah. human. Yeah. Humanoid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So back at Hammond's office at the SGC, Jana comes in and has the results from the tests done on the meds found Mm -hmm. in Martin's house. She's pretty sure they were all tampered with. She doesn't know why, but it could be the source of his delusions. Um, And they do have the name of the guy who prescribed them. Let's go find the guy! So they're at Dr. Tanner's office, uh, Mm -hmm. who naturally can't say anything, even to the military because of doctor-patient privilege. Mm -hmm. And Sam's like, this is national security. That shit don't exist. Yeah. Um, We win. (laughs) The doctor finds it hard to believe. He's pretty sure, like, it's just an elaborate fantasy. He's created to make himself feel like he's the center of attention. And in this case, he's drawing other people into the illusion. Also, did you catch how Daniel is posing like the thinker while sitting next to the statue of the thinker? <laughs> Don't not. I did not. Yeah, there's there's Damn on the it. corner is a statue of the thinker. I did, yes. And like right next to it, Daniel's just kind of sitting this with his... Me, I'm a thinker. Yeah, like in the exact I same pose. I love the subtle comedy. <laughs> I know. I do love the, the, the episodes like this one, uh, you know, when they get these in these really... I, I like to think of them as, as as the show getting into a certain mood. Yes. Like a very playful mood. And yes. they have these little, like, nuances of comedy throughout yes. them. It's, it's, it's never blamed. So good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and next, we're in a motel room straight out of Supernatural. Had Supernatural existed yet at this time. Well, yeah. Dean is going to come into that same room later on. Yeah. No, I'm pretty... I mean, it's, it's in Montana. I'm pretty yeah. sure Sam and Dean have stayed yeah. at that motel. Oh, yeah. I, they put up the... the the, the I don't want to call it that divider, that decorative divider that's yes. in every single Supernatural motel. They put that up later. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, so the day the Earth stood still is playing on the TV and Jack is humming along with it. And apparently the reason that RDA is humming because the copyright owner said they could use the footage. But oh. the audio was super expensive. Oh, so they just got wow. the footage and just... <laughs> that's awesome. RDA hum over it. That's an easy fix. You know, it would have been great to have it, like, dubbed in another language or something. That would have been fun, too. So, and there's this odd shimmying sound in the background, (laughs) which stops. Yeah. And then you see Teal'c's hand reach out for some more change. (laughs) Like a child at the laundromat with mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he gets the change, and he goes, puts it in the magic fingers machine. He's like, more place. And lays down with the biggest grin on his face. (laughs) It's one of the best moments of the episode. It is pretty awesome. It's good, because there's nothing... Sexual, no. which sometimes those are supposed yes. to be. It is purely like a little kid <laughs> yeah. on the like the quarter carousel yeah, in front of the Seven Eleven, enjoying it. He's like more please, more please. This like, is this is I think the biggest X file. So Bad Blood is oh. one of the f- sort of favorite comedy episodes of X Files. Okay, so one of the fake vampires. Okay, um, and there is an ongoing gag in that. And that episode with Mulder and the magic fingers thing, it's like, it's just a direct reference, I feel. That's, no, it's got to, absolutely has to be. Um, it absolutely does. It's, it's, oh my gosh, Teal'c and the magic fingers is... That um, sounds like a kid's book. I know. Teal'c and the magic fingers. And to be fair, it could either be a children's book or... Or it could be a porn film. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Yeah, it could. It could be the same title and work for both. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Somebody make one of those. I'll let y'all pick. I actually would like to see the children's cover, the children's book cover next. 
Now I wonder if those still exist somewhere. Like, can I still go find? I have a, a hotel somewhere. They have to exist. I, I feel like they probably do, but you're like, I don't want to sit there. I don't want to go. Near <laughs> I'm that. not sitting on that. Just show the black light on that one. That's not yeah, good. No, nope, uh, nope. It's just glowing. <laughs> the whole thing is just radioactive. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Day of the Earth Stood Still, by the way, came out in 1951. Yes. Uh, it's based on a 1940 short story called Farewell to the Master by Henry Harry Bates. Oh, I didn't know uh, that part. I haven't seen it in years. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, please go watch it. There's like, also a remake, right? With like Keanu Reeves or something. Don't. I'm not saying watch it, don't. but I know they did it. They did. Don't. <laughs> if you're going to watch the Day of the Earth Stood Still, watch, watch the, first one. the 1951 version. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's very high ranked on every like best hundred movies of the nice. blah blah like it's in best hundred movies of the blah blah guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's anyways it's it's very highly ranked uh it is an amazing film uh, even if you don't like science fiction, which why are you listening to a podcast about Stargate if you don't like science fiction? I just realized that as I said that at first. Um, but yeah, seriously, it's kind of awesome. Um so then Martin knocks on the door, and Jack throws Teal'c his hat, which he puts on in a wonderful flourish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, he's wearing a bucket hat this entire show. Bucket hat. We got that bucket hat. We got it's, that. Bu- anybody, any Jimmy Fallon It's like, friends? I think the only time that I can imagine Chris Judge in a bucket hat. He, you he know can what? pull it off because he can pull off any hat you put I'm on him. I'm trying to think of what hat he hasn't worn yet on the show. Well, I think that's what they're doing. They're just going yeah, through all the Yeah, they're like, hats. let's just do every hat. I, I want him in a beanie next. Well, like he's been a, in a beanie, like a, I feel like. That's true. He probably he has. He needs a beret. A beret would be good. Yeah. A beret would be good. Um, What else we got? Um, Chris Judge can pull I up. want them to go to Disney and just put some, like, <laughs> traditional ears yeah, on. Yes. <laughs> and still, Chris Judge can pull off any hat you oh, put yeah. on him. And still look awesome. And still look I, I imagine it'll look a lot like that. There's, like, a Darth Vader t-shirt oh, where yeah, he's wearing yeah, yeah. Mickey ears. Yeah, like, that's... very serious man <laughs> in Mickey ears. You just give him one of the, the, the Mickey ice cream <laughs> yeah. chocolate ice cream things I'm doing it yeah. let's do it um, so Martin knocks on the door Teal gets his heel let me rephrase that uh-huh. Teal gets his hat on yeah uh, Jack introduces Martin to Murray <laughs> yeah Murray <laughs> and Martin explains the super elaborate way he found Jack who <laughs> and and Martin is, is surprised that he isn't taking more precautions to maintain his cover and Jack's like I'm not undercover <laughs> yeah <laughs> And Martin isn't making this up. He shows Jack a toothpick. This props up on the inside of his door, and it was on the ground when he got home, and someone was there. And he's like, well, how do you get out the door? I go through the window. Do you really think I'm stupid enough to go out my own front door? (laughs) And he apparently puts a hair there, like, on the window as he's leaving. Yeah. I don't know where he gets that hair from, though. I know. No, he doesn't. Uh, and he, he begs for help again, and he just wants to go home through the Stargate. Aww. Uh, back in Dr. Tanner's office, Daniel is quite concerned about the list of meds Martin is taking, which includes dioxepin, hadoperidinol, uh, profenzine, lithium, valium, etc. Like, uh-huh. this, the guy should be dead. He should, yeah, he should just be constantly <laughs> knocked out. Yeah. The guy should be Comatose. dead. Yeah. Um, and... 
And Dr. Tanner suddenly wants to end this interview. Right. I think, hmm, I wonder why. He also has no idea why they would be tampered with. He doesn't make the drugs. He just writes the prescriptions. And he's getting super defensive for an innocent person. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he points out that this investigation only fueled his paranoia. I love that. It's like, if you're trying to bluff, a doctor wouldn't get defensive. They no. They would get concerned. Exactly. Concerned for their patient. <laughs> uh, in the end, though, he gives them his quote-unquote work address. I'm doing quotation yeah. marks in the air. Uh-huh. Uh, which is the best he can do. Work address. I mean, does Martin have a job? <laughs> what would his job be? I don't know. It's a good question. I feel like he would be, I can see him as the, like, editor of, uh, uh, like, conspiracy newspaper. Okay. See, and I think he's a little more under the radar, like he works at a shoe store. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, very under the radar. This is true. This yeah, is true. Or, or, like, at the Walmart and everyone's like, I don't know what Martin's deal is. He just, like... He's just weird. Yeah. He's just weird, yeah. Um, <laughs> back in the motel room, Martin is pacing, panicking. Jack has him sit down finally and tries to calm him. <laughs> and if, he stresses, if there is a thing like a Stargate, like... He keeps like, look, I can't really put my finger, Martin's like, I can't really put my finger on it, but like, it's flashes. I don't really know why I need to go. There's just a feeling that so- he's someone like more important and there's something more important for him to do there. More important than anything he does here. Yeah. Um, Jack goes to get some water to take his meds and Jack convinces him to lay off the meds for a little bit. Yeah. Just, um, just a tiny bit. And then there's these symbols. There's seven of them. He wrote them down. It's yeah. clearly a Stargate it's address. It's like, yeah. That's when it's like, yeah, he knows his stuff. He's no, That's when I was like, okay, here's yeah. his thing. Yeah. Like, I know there was something going on, but it's like, all right, he's legitimately he's legit an alien. Um, so Daniel and Sam head to his, air quotes, work address, <laughs> yeah. which is an empty warehouse, uh-huh. which is empty. It's the address they were given. There's no one here except for the guys with guns who walk up behind him. Yep, that's all. <laughs> Can I just, like... I love Sam style in this episode. Yeah. Sam looks she, good. She just looks kind of badass. There's yeah. just no other word other than like, I'm here to not fuck around. And what's funny is, and I, <laughs> I'm going to say, what she's wearing is essentially what I wore all the time in college. <laughs> and yet she looks so much better put together and polished. Well, she's an actor on TV. Well, I'm more but yeah. I think because mine are all way oversized and from the men's department. Yeah, yeah she's wearing Taylor Lamb. They're not going to let the hot girl not look hot That's, on what, TV. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's basically the same boots and jeans and shirt and like yeah. the military style jacket, but like mine were oversized. They're like, let's go one size smaller. Yeah. Just to be a little sexier. A little bit. I just, <laughs> that made me laugh a bit. I was like, oh, that's what that's what it would have looked like had I worn clothes that fit. That's a thing. That would been a thing. <laughs> I shop not in the men's department. <laughs> um, so, uh, so back in the in the motel room, Martin is pacing again. It's unfair that just because he's from another planet doesn't mean that he you know doesn't have rights. Doesn't the Geneva Convention protect extraterrestrials? He has to go remember to go online and look that up. Which can I say that that I have to remember to go online and look that up was I back. <laughs> Again in college, uh, I had gotten a whole bunch of these sound bites from Stargate, uh-huh. and I had set it up to be the different sound effects on my computer That's and on awesome. my phone and everything. <laughs> so, if I remember correctly, I have to remember to go online and look that up. Was the noise that I got when I got an email? Nice. <laughs> 
That makes me happy. It seems very appropriate too. I was the one that changed all of my like all of my icon symbols to yeah. like different Stargate things. See, and I love that. So I I love how parallel our lives were, but very different. <laughs> like I would change symbols to stuff that was cool, and and so and like Stargate oh, was cool. Yeah, but like mainstream cool, or like my sounds were. I managed to edit a sample of the Beastie Boys girls. <laughs> Just that little beginning xylophony yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my thing, and it's like only the cool kids will know that this is the Beastie Boys. It's like Grace, you're still a nerd. <laughs> if, if anyone was was on uh, Live Journal back in like <laughs> oh, 2000. Four-ish. <laughs> um, I was doing a lot of Stargate wallpapers and That's animated awesome. GIFs. <laughs> like a lot of animated GIFs. So much thanks. And a lot of Stargate wallpapers. I was just doing a lot of Vonnegut quotes. I would speak to people in chat rooms in Vonnegut quotes. <laughs> <laughs> or or in, in random movie quotes and see if they caught on. <laughs> I also, my, my piece de resistance was, guys, I went to art school, so I was using my, my powers for good. Um, I, <laughs> there was a thing back also when I was in college of people doing these music videos and cutting all the scenes to oh. do music videos. There's a lot of like Jack and Sam ship videos <laughs> there was all there was like four of them that was just about daniel to uh blue eyes no oh, one wow, knows what it's like, like. <laughs> okay be the bad and so i did i'm laughing behind blue you, eyes. you can't and unfortunately i've lost this like i don't actually have this file anymore because i lost it in a, in a computer <laughs> crash and and it was it was a two it was actually a three part Stargate Atlantis so you haven't seen it yet okay. episode where there's this giant battle scene and I did um oh, oh what's it it's a uh, it's a Billy Joel song um um it's a heli- it starts the helicopter oh I don't know um I don't know the videos. It's, as well as I know the other things. Well, oh, good night, Saigon. Duh. Oh. So, <laughs> duh. That makes sense. Uh, but I edited a music video to Good Night, Saigon of this episode <laughs> of Stargate, and I was nominated, nominated for oh. online music video. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, guys. I was She's kind of an really overachieving proud of it. nerd. I was. Oh no! Like it was. I was whipping out like three or four wallpapers a day, <laughs> like to specific quotes and like just pages of anime gifts. I was all about Live Journal, <laughs> Stargate Live Journal community. Some of you were wow. there. I know you were. Okay, so back to the episode. Yes. <laughs> um. So Sam isn't answering her phone, and Martin really wants to take his meds right now. Um, Mm -hmm. If he goes too long, he starts to get nervous. Oh, poor Martin. And Teal'c is perfect deadpan in these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jack wants to sit down and talk about the symbols. He wants to know where Martin saw them. Martin thinks that it's the implants in his head. He thought they were sending him the symbols. They, the secret government, New World Order, Black Helicopters, Underground Bases... (laughs) It's put it in his brain. The Illuminati. So, <laughs> the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't name the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, um, Beyonce knows. Beyonce does know the the other the other one the um, the other. Oh, uh, the Masons. The Masons. Thank yeah, you. The Freemasons. Yeah, the yeah. Freemasons are up there too. But the implant's so small it can't be picked up in oral X-ray. And Martin is sure like it's there. 
Like, Jack and Murray don't believe him. His neurologist didn't either, but he knows it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack is going to go look for Sam and Daniel. Murray gets to watch Martin. <laughs> yeah. Fun time. So in the warehouse, Sam and Daniel are tied to chairs, and the bad guys are trying to intimidate them, and it doesn't really work. No, you um, can't really intimidate, like, no. the two baddest ass. Like, like, they've been through some shit. I, that's what I'm saying, like... I find it funny. These two people are not. Well, like, they somehow still have the upper hand in this conversation. You kind of get this this sense that they're just kind of like, it's like low-level criminals. Yeah. And the people being held hostage or whatever <laughs> like the word you want to use they're kind of like, let's just see where this plays out. Yeah. Like, I could get out of this if I wanted to. Yeah, my hands are actually tied. <laughs> I kind of want to see what they have to say, because this is kind of entertaining. It's um, like when a child thinks they have the upper hand. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, let's just see where this goes. So, so Sam and Daniel know who they are, mm-hmm. and you know that they 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 work for the Air Force, but it's mm-hmm. classified, uh, and they've never heard of Martin Lloyd. And Sam and Daniel are the ones tied up, and yet somehow, like, own this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> um, they weren't. They certainly weren't conducting an illegal search of his house. And Sam's like, "Who are you really? CIA and ID <laughs> initials? Yeah." Words. Um, Jack walks into Dr. Tanner's office that's a completely empty room. Someone has disappeared. Mm -hmm. Back in the motel room, Teal'c is reading some Pulitzer Prize winning newspaper articles (laughs) about a headless alien found in a topless bar. Yeah, something that you get at the checkout counter. Yeah. Um, Right next to, like, the Elvis is Alive one. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't see it. (laughs) That's just, it's lower down on the page. Oh, yeah. We didn't see below the fold. Below the fold, yeah. Yeah, it's below the fold. Uh, Martin asks if he can come out of the bathroom yet. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm going to play with magic fingers you stand there. <laughs> Jack arrives and shares with Teal'c what he saw at Tanner's office. Uh, Teal'c shares that <laughs> Martin is in the bathroom after insistent demands for medication. Um, and we can hear from behind the door that Martin is apologizing for trying to bite Murray. And he's wondering if he can come out now or he can just stay in here. He's getting a little dizzy. And while Jack is wondering why a nutcase would get a hold of set of gate coordinates, we hear Martin collapse behind the bathroom. Yep. And two of them take a nice long pause before they go check on him. They're like, crap. (laughs) I guess we should go see. So once they do, Teal'c mentions in hindsight, maybe they should have given him his meds. And once he wakes up, though, he remembers where his uh, ship is. Oh, yeah. Um. So, back in the bad guy's lair, they show Sam and Daniel a video of them in Martin's house, and then they point out, you know, what do you know about, do we want to know about Teal, this dude, big dude. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> he's, I love this dialogue so much. He's an associate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we know he's not from around here. Not from Montana? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, they're just so great at this band. I know. Like, this bullshitting section. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> Out in the woods, Martin remembers that, see, we should have turned left instead of right last time. We would have been good. Um, Jack quietly tells Teal'c behind him that he doesn't necessarily believe that there's a ship, but he's the closest thing they have to a lead on, on Sam and Daniel. True. Um, so Martin knows that this uh, is the clearing, and the ship is around here somewhere. It's mostly buried, and then he trips over it. Sure enough, there it is. <laughs> Literally something. Over it. Literally. And then he gets up and there's a blade of grass. Yeah. Perfectly balanced. Yeah. How long do you think it took to get that guy there? I'm or do you think that. it just happened to happen? I don't I don't I know wanna, how that happens. I want to think that that was an accident and they just went with it. <laughs> it was so awesome. They just went with it. I think they mentioned it in the commentary, but I forget what they said about it. Oh. <laughs> um, so needless to say, now the Air Force is here in mm-hmm. full force. Uh, yeah. And with sonar, they can tell the ship is about 16 by 10 feet and Martin's like that's too small it's on mm-hmm. my ship an escape pod maybe yeah 
He's like, he remembers that there was a malfunction in the abandoned ship, which annoys Jack because that means there's more of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if they were all like Martin, that would be a little bit difficult to deal with. Yes, it would be. Um, Martin always thought it was the government watching him, but maybe if it was just the others, they didn't want to be exposed. Right. And Tilk points out that the others could be responsible for the disappearance of Daniel and Sam. Mm-hmm. Right on the nose. I'm touching my nose, guys. Yeah. That's just, great to do visual yep. cues on audio yep, podcasts. Yep. Uh, in the warehouse... My nose is no. <laughs> I'm not drunk. In the warehouse, this, <laughs> this is some of my favorite dialogue ever. <laughs> yes, they're like, yes, I know what happens here. Tilk is just an ordinary tactical sergeant. Daniel <laughs> wouldn't say he's ordinary. He's very good at what yeah. he does. He's a speechwriter. Yeah, I like that he's a speechwriter. He's a speechwriter. Yeah. You, you can say he's like weapons and tactics. To be fair, he is very good. He like His grammar is impeccable. Sure. Um, I mean, he uses very little words. He's very concise. But they are effective words. Yeah, yeah. he's very efficient with his His speeches are short and tight and to the point. His words, guys, they're the best words. (laughs) Indeed. Um, And they're like, okay, what about this? And they flipped a thermal scan showing Junior. (laughs) And they're like, that's cool. Did you draw that yourself? (laughs) Look at you. You're so fancy. And Sam like tilts her head trying to figure out what it is. And Dana's like, I think it's a duck. Yeah. I like how they're approaching it like a cloud in the sky. (laughs) Yeah. What is it? Yeah. (laughs) Did you draw that? How did you do? How did you do that? Was was that with Microsoft Paint? Yeah. Uh, a, bag, a third bad guy comes up and whiskers to the first bad guy, and they storm out with their laptops, and Sam and Daniel just wait here. Mm-hmm. Just hang out for a minute. Yeah, just hang out. In the clearing, Martin is starting to remember more things. Mm-hmm. He remembers that his homeworld was under attack, uh, and they were sent to find allies, but Earth wasn't advanced enough to help. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, the enemy was powerful, and they wanted to take them as slaves and, and have them worship them as gods. And Teal'c looks to Jack... And Jack nods. And yeah. And he's like, the gold. Yeah. And Martin's like, yes. And Tilk takes his hat off to reveal a symbol and tells Martin the one sentence Tilk life story. Yeah. The That's the one that he Hollywood would share on chop. Yeah. The one that he would yeah. tell the judges when they're yeah. like, tell us why your meal is shit. And he's like, because my people are dead. <laughs> I'm actually trying to find the exact quote. Uh, the enemy of which you speak enslaved my people, murdered my father, and banished my wife and child from our people. I am branded with the symbol of this false god. Yeah. That's what he says on Chopped. That's what he yeah. would say on Chopped, and they'd be like, okay, um, again, you did not add the secret ingredient. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Um, and raw chicken is not something humans can eat. <laughs> what? What is this? Is this eel? It is gold. Yeah. <laughs> She's considered a delicacy. Why is the blood blue? Yeah. Don't ask questions. What's with this? Is this like an ink salt? Like, and there's always there's the one guy, and I forget his name, but it's it's the Mexican chef who's like, yeah, this is awesome. I totally eat that. I dig it, man. Good on you. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name either. <laughs> um, anyway, and then quickly, Teal puts his hat back on and another airman shows up. Like, it's still a secret. Um, and so they're ready to open the hatch, but Martin warns them that if they open it, they'll know from the, the bad guys will know from the sensors. And Jack's like, we can use that for our advantage. Uh-huh. So at the warehouse, Sam doesn't get it. They know what Junior is. They're not an ID, or they would have known who Teal'c is. I don't Sanchez. 
Sorry, I just remembered the same. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> which is why Daniel hates working for the government. Every yep. department has its own agenda and secrets. <laughs> Very true, the bad I, guy says from behind I like them. it. It's all like just like uh, like regular like griping about work yeah. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and 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 yep, Daniel. Daniel didn't see that coming. Nope. Wait till Sula and then let us talk about things. Right. Uh, they walk into Doctor Tanner, who's also a bad guy. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't catch that. Yep. Uh, and and they he understands their reluctance to cooperate, but they're running out of time and patience, and they need to know. So it's a not so subtle threat of torture with a taser and a small <laughs> blowtorch and like a n- beating nightstick yeah. thing. <laughs> And Daniel starts to think this guy really isn't a doctor. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. He just plays one in bad guy world. Uh, yeah. Another bad guy has a device that beeps. Their experiment has been discovered. And Tanner loans, loads up a syringe, which is what finally gets Sam and Daniel, I think, a little nervous. Yeah, it's like, hey, maybe not with the drugs. Maybe not with the drugs. <laughs> maybe not with the drugs. <laughs> in the clearing, which is clear again, Air Force has <laughs> moved out. Yeah. Uh, Martin keeps talking to his lapel, super subtle, <laughs> yeah. about how this is not a good idea. And how, uh, you know, Tilka and, and, or sorry, Jack and Murray are back cozy in the van eating crullers and bear claws. Again, again with the donuts in the, in the heist, in the, you know, stakeout. And uh, he's reference. the one out here risking. Why don't they eat steak in steakouts? That's a, well, I think it's just because it's not as easy with one hand. I beg to do <laughs> <laughs> Steak on a stick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not um, drunk. <laughs> so the bad guys walk up and they're disappointed. Uh, Martin starts to has stopped taking his meds again, huh? Yeah. He's like, but no, I remember now. And he shows him the open ship hatch. And they very quickly take Martin, close the hatch, push him back towards the road, towards a van. A grayish-greenish van, Martin says out loud. So they they quickly take Martin, close the hatch, yes. push him <laughs> towards the road, through the woods, yep. over the river. I do love how smart... It's like Martin was raised by Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I see that you're putting me in this greenish-grayish van here. Gray, yeah, I love when he was like, that's a nice... What do you call that color? It's yeah. like a grayish-greenish color. Yeah, and this in this mom van, like, I, yeah. I think he was raised by... Yeah, he was raised by Liam Neeson and taken. Uh, um, Kaylee was as well. Uh, so, from another van, from the surveillance van, which ends up we see later is like a plumbing like a purple plumbing truck yes Jack and Teal can watch where the van goes they tra- I'm assuming the tracker's just on Martin mm-hmm. uh, inside the van Martin assumes that he's gonna kill him this time because the drugs didn't work yeah. and probably what about Sam and Daniel same thing is that yeah. the same <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they gonna, gonna die too, die too? Um, the bad guy tell him you know look we're gonna do what we have to do yeah we're gonna do what we gotta do we gotta do things um, to you Martin gets upset we bad guys <laughs> We bad guys. Um, I just go back to is it is it Despicable Me? And he was like, "I'm not a bad guy." Oh, it's Wreck It Ralph. It's Wreck It Ralph. Yes, sorry. Support group. Yeah, there's support groups. I'm a bad guy, but I'm not a bad guy. (laughs) I'm and he's got like an accent because I think it's Zangief from Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So Martin just gets a gets upset. He remembers that his people were at war and they they needed us and the bad guys. Just try and reinforce the "you're crazy" line, um, <laughs> yeah. and and Martin tells him, "Look, they have a stargate. We can go home." Yeah. 
So Jack and Teal'c are led back to the empty warehouse in a plumbing van. And I love that the entire special ops team gets <laughs> out of a soccer mom minivan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, and I'm not, I don't know for sure. It looks like a, a, a the Pontiac Montana. From here, I'll be Because <laughs> um, I, I've driven the Pontiac Montana for many a year. We had an Astro minivan. Okay. I don't even remember that they were called anything, but I think it was a Chevy Astro. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was no middle seat. Yep. Which was awesome for high school. Oh, no, yeah. it was great because we uh, we we had the captain's chairs in the back of ours. Oh, nice, yeah. Uh, because we would take him, we would have to drive long distance across the country, uh-huh. so we had we had the captain seats in the in the oh, center. Oh, see, row. ours just had that last the back bench seat, yep, and yep. then nothing in the middle. Oh, gotcha. So it was just like a big empty space. Gotcha. Uh, which you what know, would if you we do were any that? less innocent, we would be doing a lot of things there <laughs> when I would take it in high school. But really, we were just like pile everybody in. Well, see, that's funny. Because I took, I, I drove that and played like high card games. <laughs> I drove that in high school, and I drive like the theater tech crew to like the Steak and Shake after. Yeah. So there's, you can fit a lot of people. Oh yeah, in a minivan. We fit like like seven football players, yeah. which is saying something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just love the special ops gets out of the minivan. Yeah. Uh, inside, Jack and Teal'c find Sam and Daniel drugged. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just kind of coming out of it, and yeah. Jack cuts them free. Teal'c goes over to the van, opens it, and Martin is tied up in there. He's alone. Mm-hmm. I love that shot, too, when he's looking into the van and yeah. then looking out. Like, we see yeah. uh, Martin's perspective at Teal'c. I was like, oh, shit's about to hit the fan. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> just there's kidding. A, there's a lot of false starts in this yeah. part, which is great, yeah. So Martin... Got the bad guy's alien palm pilot, and uh, <laughs> Martin tries to see what it does, and some just starts counting down. Yep. This isn't good, guys. We should run out of the building in slow motion things, yeah. and leap over the camera and land really hard in the ground in a dramatic action sequence movie type way. <laughs> and then nothing happens. Ta-da! <laughs> How appropriate for Martin. Which is weird because Martin was sure the thing was counting down to so some kind of detonation. Yep. It must not be anything at all that we should not worry about forever. <laughs> And that's where we see the overhead shot of the clearing and the ship blows up and makes a large crater. Yeah, that's yeah. that's happened now. So back at the SGC at the gate room, mm-hmm. the gate is dialing. Martin is there uh, watching in awe because mm-hmm. Stargate's real. Yeah. The address that Martin had was an active gate. They send a melp through. Um, and as, there, as, the, as the melp's doing its thing, Martin says that he remembers everything at this point. They abandoned the ship on purpose. Um, right. And they were deserters from a losing war. Mm-hmm. And after a while, Martin realized that, like, hey, we did something wrong and we need to go home. And the others were afraid because they, you know, were, yeah. went AWOL, basically. So um, basically, Martin was like their loose thread. Like, yeah. he's going to get us in trouble. Exactly. So that's why they drugged him mm-hmm. and that's told him he was crazy. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're not bad guys. They're just, they're just bad, bad guys, guys in hiding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in the control room, Sam, Daniel, and Hammond see what's on the other side on the planet. And you can tell from their reaction, it yeah. is not good. Uh, Daniel tells De- comes down to tell Martin, Jack, and Teal'c they're a go, but they're not going to like it. And on the other side, it's just ruins. It's just total destruction. Yep. Um, if they had come back, they'd be dead now. Hence the title of our... Of our episode. No return. (laughs) Um, So now what? And Jack tells him, now it's time to go home. Aw. What a beautiful word that is. I know. Home. Home. Wherever home is for you guys. It's almost like 
home as a Terra and there's no place. <gasps> like, whoa. Terra. <gasps> you just blew my mind. Bam. A little bit. It's not the alcohol talking. <laughs> it's just the mind blowing. <laughs> so this episode's awesome. Yeah, this episode was great. In okay, so one, the comedy alone. Oh, the subtle so good. nuanced comedy it's so alone good. is amazing. Two, we have Willie Garson, which is the greatest guest star in all of television. Yeah. Uh, the the Disney Vancouver writers, I like to yes. call them now. Um and then in the writing, if you think of this story, this art that it takes on, it's like, you know, hunt from away from the bad guys. The bad guys are terrible, the bad guys are dangerous, and then it's like, oh wait a minute, the bad guys are not bad guys. They're not, they're just they're just scared they're guys. They're just scared. And they and don't our, have a home. And they kind of just don't know how to deal with Willie. Yeah. Because um, Willie's just kind of... Willie's like a okay, person Martin, who's... Dr- sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, Martin is like a person who's drowning that you're like, I'm trying to save you. Stop yes, wiggling. Stop wiggling. I don't know you're how to... You're making this harder. I'm just going to knock you out so I can bring you back yeah. to shore. <laughs> we'll deal with you then. Um, so, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of heart to this one. I, I just... I love I love the the vibe of I, I've we've said this multiple times. It's like the X Files supernatural vibe that this has. It yeah. doesn't have a Stargate vibe. It's got a different. It's got a different feel. It's, it's a different a, flavor. It's like a Hufflepuff of Stargate episodes. <laughs> if I'm gonna if I'm gonna use something that I understand, it is, it is kind of a, it's a Hufflepuff episode. Yeah, I like it. This is my number one. Yeah. This is definitely is your number one. one. This, it is. This beats out window of opportunity? It does. Oh. Just barely. I wow. may change it later. Okay. A woman okay. is allowed to change her mind. Okay. Uh, so I think that um, I might get rid of... So right now your top five uh, is number one, point of no return. <laughs> yeah. Two, window of opportunity. Three, divine and conquer. Four, Watergate. Five, upgrades. And six is a tie between Scorched Earth and Beneath the Surface. Yeah. So one I of those think, has got to go. I think Scorched Earth and Beneath the Alrighty. Surface, y'all are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, this is going as my number two. It does not be that window of opportunity oh, okay. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is also, I do feel like this is another good one-off episode while there is a fair amount of mythology in this like you can just show this to someone who hasn't yeah. seen stargate yeah absolutely especially with the guest star that we've got here it's like he's enough to keep you engaged until you realize how much fun these guys are um i think but i drop beneath the surface oh, for me so sense. mine is wonderful opportunity point of no return upgrades about and conquer and nemesis nemesis i'm pretty happy with my top five right now it's pretty good i'm gonna stop watching now See you guys next week with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. We do not add anything to our counts at all because we don't true. have yeah. any. We don't have any uh, catchphrases. We don't have any cameos. But we do have a tarot award. We do have a tarot award, which goes <laughs> to Christopher Judge. Yay for being just awesome. And I think I'm going to do an honorable mention to Willie Carson. Oh yeah, he gets he yes he gets an honorable mention. It's one of those where it's like. He, as, he, you know, he, this is the few, he, he's yeah. here for the episode. Yep. Uh, he's a guest star. Yeah. He was fantastic. came in. He made the episode. And he would have the Terra Award if it wasn't for, for Christopher Judge in the background of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Just That's tearing true. it down. Yes. With absolutely. Teal and the Magic Fingers, guys. It's my kid's novel. <laughs> I'm not going to write the adult novel. <laughs> Somebody else do that one. Uh, this was fun. I absolutely loved it. Um, good. So what's next? Uh, next week is Tangent. Dun, dun, dun.
<laughs> not to be confused with a tangent cast. No. It is not a tangent cast. It is simply called tangent. <laughs> okay. We'll see you guys next week for tangent, not cast. Um, as always, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Terra Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook as There's No Place Like Terra. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. And you can find us on uh, well iTunes. And, and you can rate and review us. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. And, and all the other places where you can find apparently us. there's other places you can find us too because apparently we've made our way to other places i dig it i like it we thank are so on top of our own podcast guys thank you all for listening all the time we love you guys a million times forever yay unicorns <laughs> bye guys bye